0: Welcome back to A Little Faith. This is a podcast sponsored by the Williamsburg Christadelphian Foundation. A Little Faith podcast explores both the challenges and hope of living a life of faith. This is our fourth special podcast covering faith during COVID-19. And this episode is focusing on the perspective of some wonderful young people from across North America. We are catching a number of people's perspectives about how faith is being impacted or how faith is helping us navigate through unprecedented time in uncharted waters with the global pandemic that's happening. So where, where are you in the world, Kayla?
1: So I live in Menor, Ohio. I am currently a college student, majoring in education. I'm Ani Beeler,
2: and I'm living in California, San Diego, California. I'm currently 18 so I'm a senior in high school and I may not graduate officially but we're just gonna go with that. I have lived outside of the country and in Arkansas and now obviously in California so I've been in a couple of different cultures.
0: Your name is Jacob Lloyd. How old are you Jacob? I am 20. 20 and you live in New Hampshire. That's right and we wanted to kind of get a feeling for how young people are dealing with this crazy time. So what's the coronavirus been like for you so far?
3: Well, so far, um, it's kind of crazy being at home all the time. Like, I'm kind of used to that, being a homeschooler, but um, that's kind of my background. But, um, yeah, even just, like, not going to work anymore and church canceled and, yeah, it's kind of weird. Just it's almost a surreal experience
2: So, school mostly shut down for the past two weeks, um, but actually today online schooling just started back up, and I only have a few classes, so it doesn't seem like it'll be all that bad. It's just something to fill the days.
1: I think with the Christadelphian community in general, we definitely get used to having the people that we love in different places of the world. So, just because you're separated from people, it doesn't mean that you love them any less. It doesn't mean that you aren't, you know close spiritually so in that sense I know that I I still have these people that I can depend on I I still have um like I still have conversations with a lot of friends and family from all over but with what's going on right now just the the isolation part it's it's pretty difficult.
2: I'm a little, un, um, like, off-center, it feels like, and just going away from home is bigger of a deal now than it would have been before, um, but I don't think the idea of coronavirus is necessarily scaring me. I think it's more so that I'm aware that the next couple of years are going to be rocky in a number of ways, because I doubt this will go away quickly. It may go away more quickly than we think, but I think there's going to be at least a year of just strange times coming, like oscillating back and forth. Um, we we might have social distancing for a bit, and then we're back at home, and then um, we might have social distancing again, and then back to normal. And for that period of I don't know a, a couple of months to a couple of years, however long it takes, I think it's going to be weird being away at college.
3: What has been
0: the worst part?
3: Well, honestly, I just I think I'd say it's would be like the lack of um human interaction like other besides my family like I mean I definitely know a lot of people have it far worse than I I certainly have but um yeah I just kind of feel the um distance when it's kind of enforced
1: I'm noticing that I depend on people a lot more than I thought that I would
2: I have a couple of really self-disciplined friends who nothing changed for them. They like immediately kept on going with their schooling. They weren't feeling down or really all that depressed. They weren't really struggling with it. It was just something had changed and they adapted instantly to it. And I have a number of other friends who did not have that experience and just were struggling and are still struggling with apathy and anxiety and um, just a lack of structure that they need but they can't institute for themselves Um, and some people are just taking it as it comes. I never realized how much of my life revolved around school until there was no more school left to do and no more school related activities. Like, I didn't actually realize that I wasn't coming home and spending any time with my family like almost any day of the week because I was so busy with school things and now I'm home all the time and it's so strange. It's such a difference, yeah.
0: Is there anything you've been afraid of, or or scared of, or worried about, particularly?
3: Honestly, for myself, I'm not particularly afraid. I know my sister, she, she works in, like, healthcare, so, like, it's kind of scary for her just going out there and getting exposed to who knows what with this going around. Like, you never know with these kind of things.
2: We were thinking about South Africa recently because that was, that was where we used to live. And it just hit the other day. Um, they had, like, last week they had something like 24 cases, and I don't know what they're up to now, but, like, everybody's packed in close quarters there. And it's just, we're feeling really thankful that we are able to keep separate, like you were saying, um, and are able to social distance. But or also just kind of terrified for the people that are not able to because it's going to spread like wildfire. And that's that's like a really, really dark thing to think about just because it's it becomes a number of people who have it or are going to have it or who are going to die. And that's a really, yeah, that's a really scary thought. Social distancing is so, so important. And there have been a number of people that I've, like, distant friends and closer friends that I've noticed haven't really been... Following those guidelines, just because they're very focused on I guess themselves i I want to go outside, I need to be um I need to be free, I need to not have to worry about this, and it won't affect me, so it's just a lot of like self talk that isn't necessarily helpful for other
3: people.
0: What's been good about the last couple of weeks?
3: In some ways, it's been pretty good because while this whole thing has kind of distanced all of us from each other. Um, in some ways, it kind of brings us together because we have, like, the Internet, so definitely been getting in contact with old friends a lot more in the past week and week or so, like FaceTiming and doing um, Bible studies together on, like, Zoom or whatever, but everyone just has more time now, so it's kind of brings us together. We all have the same thing on our minds.
1: We do have our little family here, and it's been good. We've definitely grown closer together. My family has always been very busy, running so many different directions, and this is the first time that we've actually been able to sit down and do the readings every single night together Mm -hmm. um, and really talk about them and really get into them.
0: Is there anything you've kind of learned about yourself or your spirituality since this whole epidemic started
3: i suppose it's given me a chance to slow down a bit and i i had said this uh, actually before um any of this actually started but i um i noticed i had started to kind of lose touch with um not just with other people but with like god just been so busy with you know school and everything but like now that all that's slowed down it's I've got a chance to actually catch my breath and like reassess where I'm at with God.
1: I feel like my faith has been going up and down and (laughs) it doesn't seem as, you know, reliable as it once was. Um, You know, some days it's really easy for me to see God in everything that I do, you know, to pray to Him, to sing to Him, to become so wrapped up in His Word and in His love. And then other days I'm terrified of you know, what the future holds, especially with the uncertainty of the times right now. We just don't know what's going to happen. And that really scares me, and I feel like my faith can sometimes falter when I think about that. But recently I've been thinking about examples in scripture like Moses and Jacob and David and Elijah, and these were incredible men. And Oh, like their faith fluctuated
3: when I'm so busy running my own life um it's kind of hard to find time to fit God into that, so just give me a chance to take a step back and look at try to see how I can serve God, even like it's kind of a tricky challenge because um I was actually um part of the um an outreach group called p two p that um we were all planning on going to um South Africa to do some mission work this summer but because the virus and everything that was all canceled so I'm trying to figure out how I can best serve God from basically from from my living room or whatever
2: one of the biggest things that I've been realizing very slowly um, is that with the way we prioritize our lives um, it's very very easy to let God slip to the back because you just don't have time but now we have all the time in the world and all of our excuses or all of our explanations have been stripped away. And it's really made me come to terms with the fact that I am not making time where I ought to be and now's my chance. And I think that's just, it's a wonderful thing that we've been given this time to recenter Um, and I plan to use it now that I'm aware that I wasn't before.
1: At the center of, of faith for me, I I think that relationships are a huge part of it. Um, and I'm realizing that when I'm not as close to the people that I care about, you know, my brothers and sisters and, um, you know, other friends of, like, faith, when I'm not as close to them, I feel farther from God. I have had some really amazing conversations with people who have told me, exactly what i needed to hear right when i needed to hear it and i truly believe that that was in a in a way you know god telling me what i needed to know in order to become a better person in order to serve him in the best way that i possibly could and so i'm realizing that when I am not hearing from other people, like what their perspectives are, or um, when I'm not hearing them or listening to them, um, I feel farther away from God. So a couple of
2: years ago, we had an anesimus class that I think John Lodgebury taught, um, and it focused on a lot of things, but one of the things it focused on was meditation, and he assigned homework related to that, and we had to learn how to start just, finding peace and calm within us and learning to extend that to listening to what God has to say. Um, and I want to get back to that because that was a wonderful period um, in my life where I was able to just listen for, I don't know, an hour, maybe a couple of hours for at a time. and now I
1: have all of this all of this time that I can listen. I just want to be in constant communication with our Father and with His Son. There's so much pain. There's so much death. There's so much going on right now. And not that that wasn't going on before, because we know that it was. But I think with the media coverage of this, I mean, it's just, it's amped up so much more. Um, And this is what everybody's focusing on. So I just, I find myself you know, counting my blessings and being so grateful for, you know, the health that I have, the safety and security that, you know, my family and I have, uh, the technology that allows us to stay in contact with people from all over the world. I mean, that's amazing.
0: You were saying you were feeling a bit frustrated that you wanted to help people and you didn't know what to do. So, what have you been doing to to feel or, or be more helpful?
2: So, I researched a whole bunch of different things that i could maybe start doing and the one that i feel like really pulled me back into the week and knowing where my tuesdays and thursdays are at the very least was um working in a food bank that i found just half an hour away Um, and i signed up to go work there and the first day that i came on site um i had like a a bit of a speedrun orientation, and um, they told me that they were missing out on a whole bunch of volunteers because most of the volunteers were older people and they have to work directly with the homeless um, who have less access to like personal hygiene products or even soap or water and all these different things. Um, so a lot of people are scared that it's going to um, spread to them if they volunteer at those sort of places Um, but I figured since I was younger and I was going to take precautions, like we wear masks and gloves at all times, um, that it would be, it'd be a gap that I could fill. And it turned out that it was, and there's still a whole bunch of people over the age of 50 and 60 that are really, really brave. I personally think that are out there helping and volunteering and being cheerful and interacting with everybody. And it's really wonderful. It's been a really, really lovely experience.
3: Well, I suppose a good start would be to, um, and see how we can encourage others who are in the same situation just like even spending a minute to um just call someone up and see how they're doing and can definitely um brighten their day
2: There was something that i was experiencing last week i felt really cooped up and trapped so i just ran out for a hike um on my own so i could just i don't know see something lovely and feel connected to god and just find a safe spot for myself outside And it was just really wonderful because while there were people out, everybody was social distancing. That was fine. Um, But I found a trail that I could follow that was pretty empty. And it was just the sky and the clouds and the mountains. And it was beautiful and green because it's been raining an inordinate amount here. So it's a really, really lovely way to connect back in.
0: Are you noticing anything that you are learning about yourself throughout all of this?
1: Relationships have always been a really huge part of my my faith, but I feel like now even more so because right now we don't have this physical contact with other people. Um, it's not like we can go somewhere every Sunday and be uplifted by you know all the people who are surrounding us. Um, instead, we have to we have to actually reach out to you know people individually in order to to have that connection and vice versa I mean people have been reaching out to me and that's been really helpful and you know I've been trying to do my part in reaching out to others as well and I think that this has been a new way to um, I guess you could kind of call it minister Um, a new way to serve in a sense that I never really anticipated and praying for those who truly are suffering and who need His care, and praying that you know Jesus does come back soon, to rescue this world, because we're not the ones who can do that.
2: A good point was brought up in CYC recently in the San Diego CYC that a lot of people actually live this way day to day, like there are um, older people who are um, living by themselves or just people that are generally isolated that don't have this ability to reach out um, to their community. And those are the people that we need to be focusing on just as though it were like a time of crisis like this. Um, and those are the people that we need to know to reach out for, I guess. And it was just it was just a really interesting thought and like connected to, we have to learn how to reach out to everybody else around us because um, everybody feels alone at some point during this. And we might as well help lift up a part of their day. Um, But just the thought that this is a normal for somebody else is really concerning, honestly, and something that we can be aware of now, at the very least.
1: The pandemic has set the entire world back months, possibly even years. And for a lot of people, like you said, there's there's not a lot of hope there. Um, Everything, I mean, things are gonna crash and, the world's definitely going to continue to go in a downward spiral. Um, But we have the hope of Christ's return. We have the hope that He's going to come back and He's going to heal this world. And having that is the only thing that I think will get people through. Because I, I have a very hard time picturing how things are gonna be in this world, you know, once the, once the chaos of the pandemic kind of quiets down and we're left with an economy that's sort of in ruins.
2: It's a similar type of fear across all like economic levels and social levels. I think we're going to have more empathy for people who have this sort of job insecurity or financial insecurity every day. And I'm really hopeful that that's enough to change people's attitudes Um, towards people who are dealing with this all the time because now we know what it feels like and now we like understand that sort of fear Um, so I think it's going to help with empathy like mainly and nothing may come from that that may not change any laws that may not that may not um, soften everybody's hearts but I think it's important that we start to be aware of just each other we're more aware of each other as individuals in a community as opposed to just, this is my community and it is the forest. Now we're starting to see the trees.
1: I think that a lot of people will come out of this stronger in their faith, wanting to have, you know, just a better hope because they've had this time of reflection to think about that, um, to think about ways that they want to change their lives, ways in which they want to grow closer to God. And my prayer is just that we don't lose that going forward that, you know, a month or two passes when things have died down and we're right back to where we started. I mean, God has given us this time for a reason and and it is a trial and it is hard, but I think that we need to make the most of it. And I know I would like to come out of it more willing to serve, more appreciative of my, like, ecclesial family?
2: I would love to find a way to restructure my priorities. That's what I've been learning, that I've had them all wrong for the past couple of years, Um, and that, above all, God comes first. And then comes my family and my close friends, and then comes things that are, I guess, stressful but necessary. So school, activities, work, anything that... um, Anything that you kind of need to get by, those have to be prioritized too, but I just need to reorder them, um, and I'm hoping that's what's going to stay the same, that I'm going to be more self-disciplined, and then I'm going to give in less to this, I guess, just this overwhelming feeling that I need to have the, uh, stressful but necessary things first. Um, I think that's affecting my quality of life and my ability to help others, and I... I'm hoping just my perspective will be shifted a bit by this, that I'll understand that time passes quickly, but there are important things that have to that have to go first. And I, I'm hoping that I find those things right now and then carry them on through.
1: I think having this time where a lot of that entertainment has been taken away, it it provides us with this time to grow closer to God. My focus has been on like, well, what can I do while I'm you know, locked away in my house and I can't go anywhere. You know, how am I supposed to serve like this? And, and the focus is, you know, it's on, it's on me, it's on I. Um, I think the focus should be shifted to, well, what can God do while everybody is isolated like this? How is God going to work in all these people's lives? We are the ones who plant the seed, whatever that seed may be, but it's always god who gives the growth. What we can do right now is trust that god is going to bring even more people to him during this time. And so for me it was just it was good for me to remember that, you know, this time isn't just about me trying to figure out what i can do. It's about taking a step back and thinking about and seeing what God can do and how He's gonna work, how He's gonna use this time to to further His purpose, to bring people closer to Him.
0: That is a hard perspective to adopt, but I—I I mean, that just speaks to your uh, rich wisdom and why we're talking to you and why you know why this conversation's happening. Because I think I think that is a great challenge that beckons to all of us is to try to change the lens, to try to change the perspective and to be able to hover over it just a little bit to see how there's there are divine workings happening.